Assalamu alaikum Just before we begin, if you support the Young Smirks podcast and you want to help support the channel, please go to the Patreon below and support us monthly so we can keep up with the shows. We've got lots of content coming up. We're going to have special content specifically for the Patreons as well as a new series on Hijra, inshallah. So please go to the Patreon below and support the podcast. Assalamu alaikum Welcome to Young Smokes Podcast and we've got another episode of Hijra. Uh, let's make let's talk Hijra. And today we're going to be speaking about Hijra in Turkey, one year on. So I've been here in Turkey uh, almost two years. And uh, I'd like to welcome you to Brother Umar again. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So um, I know you've been in uh, spending some time in Turkey now for around seven, eight, nine months. Right. Yeah. So um, just wanted to do a bit of an update on your thoughts because um, the last podcast I spoke to you, you was uh, you told me you've been to. Kazakhstan, right, and you've been to uh, Egypt as well. You right. live in Egypt for a long time, right? So, I wanted to get your thoughts. What? How is it now in Turkey? Okay. Um, well, I always thought Turkey was a beautiful country, like from Istanbul, even uh, Antalya, um, uh, Bursa, and uh, Konya. So, um, and it's been consistent across the board in terms of. Uh, the quality of life. Um, I found that there were, <clears throat> they had a good system, you know, street lights and stuff like that. Sometimes we take that for granted, <laughs> you know. Uh, cleanliness. Yeah. Um, we call it nidam. Just a, a whole system of how they do things. So I was, I'm, I'm still impressed with Turkey when it comes to that, mm. you know. Yeah. like you you decided to um, go to Konya in the end when the last spoke to you on the podcast you right. were looking at istanbul you came to bursa right and you ended up deciding on konya now right. konya is quite far away from istanbul right so is there any reason why you chose konya what was the um <clears throat> well as you know um i came to turkey to scout out the different areas and um we started in uh Antalya. And when we looked around and tried to find places and see how much rent was and everything, we found that it wasn't suitable. It was more like a tourist town. It's a beautiful place, but it's more touristic and you get, you know, people from all over coming there for, for the beach and everything else. So when we found that we couldn't even find anything to rent and you would at least have to pay a year up front and all this stuff. So we decided, okay, let's go to Istanbul. So we, uh, we went to Istanbul, but we, we didn't really want to stay in Istanbul to begin with. We just wanted to visit and see yeah. some things, but we felt it's kind of busy. And uh, we really didn't want to deal with a lot of uh, crowded areas and stuff like that. So, um, but we did go see Bes Besekshi here, yeah. uh, where a lot of foreigners live. I actually like it. Yeah, I actually like the place. It's, um, it's nice, it's clean. It's a lot of foreigners there. Like if you, you can kind of be okay with just English for the most part, you know, yeah. you find a lot of people who speak English. If you speak Arabic, you can get around with Arabic. It's quite a religious area as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Muslims in the masjid. Yeah, yeah. It's nice, man. I can't, yeah. I can't take it away, you know. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't really look at Bessex here in depth until later. 
So we left from uh, Istanbul and we came to Borsa. And we liked Borsa. It was just that um, at that point I had left and I went, to, I went back to Egypt for a while to handle, handle some business. But the brother that I was with, he stayed on in Borsa. You know the story. Yeah, yeah. But he stayed on in Borsa looking for places, and he found it difficult to find places in Borsa. Yeah. Or maybe maybe uh, he didn't spend enough time looking, you know. Yeah. I remember I was helping Brother Nadir right. um, look for property. Right. It was a bit difficult at, at that particular time. Right. Um, looking for property. Right. Um, it just happens, you know, it's like different, you know, you have busy periods. Right. And slack periods, you know, the, the time right. he came, it was, it was, you know, difficult right. to find property um, I think at the moment it's a bit easier mm. and of course he had particular needs that he needed uh, right. the size of property etc right but yeah yeah and, and, and then also I learned a lot I learned a lot looking for properties <clears throat> that I didn't know before so I think that um, if a person knows how to search for property in Borsa that he can he can find something a lot easier than we could at that time yeah. so after that the brother <clears throat> this brother went to uh, Cunha. And there was a lot of recommendation to go to Cunha from different people. They said, you know, Cunha is a flat land and, you know, it's quiet. It's more, a little more conservative than other places. So uh, the brother visited Cunha and he sent me uh, pictures and videos or what have you. And then when I came back, I went straight to Cunha. So, um, and once I got there, I was like, okay, this is nice because. Mm -hmm. it, living in other places you find that outside the main city is like villagey everywhere else you know so uh even small townish and i wasn't i wasn't interested in living in like small towns yeah but um this is actually a city like borsa like yeah and some even might think borsa is like some small town yeah, type yeah. thing and it's not yeah. <laughs> you know so uh once i got there i started looking for places and um it was difficult <laughs> it was difficult at first and then, um, but once you understand how to look for properties and, mm. and utilize resources of people that can help you and all that, then it becomes, you know, it becomes a lot easier. Mm. So I found a few places. At first I found it and tried to do it myself. Mm. And of course it was a language barrier and everything. And then they like, where, who are you and where you come from? They don't know you, they can't really trust you. Yeah. But if you bring a Turkish person in, they're not really vouching for you. But when they see him there, it's like an automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you wouldn't bring this person to me if you didn't trust them, kind of like that. Yeah. And once you have that, then it opens the door. Yeah, you know? I think outside, outside, anywhere outside of um, Istanbul, yeah. you need that support. Of course. I mean, even yeah. now we just went for you know, coffee right. in, in Istanbul, and we, we speak in English to the guy. Right. In Bursa, he can't. Right. This is no English spoken, which is a good thing. It's their thing, right? It's their country. But right. you know, for us, um, this is it's difficult if you're right. if you're not speaking Turkish. And yeah. definitely, when looking for a property, I found the same thing. Mm. You know, when I was getting my property, you know, it's difficult right. you know, if you've not got a brother there to help you who speaks Turkish. Right. You know, it, it can be very challenging. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, how was it? How have you found it in terms of because of the past six months? Um, there's been huge inflation, right? And the currency has gone through the roof. It's literally it's more than doubled. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, it's 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 halved in price. Right. <laughs> the pound has doubled right, with right. what you get for your money here. But the, right. you know, the, 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 the Turkish lira has, has 
has more than half dropped right. in price to the pound and the dollar. Right. And uh, because of that, the, the, you know, some things have gone up in price. Right. And it's gone up a lot in lira, but for people who are uh, dealing with pounds and dollars, um, has it affected you as much as, uh, has it affected you at all? Because, you know, um, in the beginning, it was like up and down, up and down, right? So one day <clears throat> it might be 10 or something like that. The next day it's 13 or something like that, you know? And then the the people in the market can't fluctuate prices that fast. So no. um, you kind of were at an advantage at that point. So when you, you can wait till it's about 13 or something and then go buy something from yeah. the market, especially when you're moving in because you needed big things, uh, furniture sets and what have you. So you got good deals on refrigerators and because I had to buy all that stuff. So at, at that point, it was good. But now it's a little bit different because at the, it's kind of stable at a high price. Yeah. So everything goes up now, you know. Yeah. So, um, but again, it's still reasonable. It's not, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like you can't survive, yeah. you know, but I'm sure it's harder on the Turkish people. Yeah. You know, then it then it is on a Westerner that's getting money from outside. You know, the country. Yes, I mean, when I first came, it was nine lira for the pound. Mm -hmm. Now it's over twenty one lira. Right. For the pound. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of right, difference. Yeah, it is. Um, but to be honest, um, it's kind of like the same when you when you when you change things for the pound. Like when I'd get a taxi from home to the ferry. Right. It's like maybe 40, 45 minute taxi ride. Right. It cost me like 150 lira, right. like 15 pound. Right. Now it's uh, nearly 300 lira. Right. It's still 15 pound. It's still, you know? right. So it's like things like that, even with, even with the um, with the money, but I, I don't know how the Turks are actually coping with this. I mean, right. you know, people are actually earning in lira. Their right. wages have gone up slightly. Right. But subhanAllah, it's, yeah. it must be quite challenging for them. Well, you know, one thing I noticed, man, is that, um, and, and maybe it's just isolated where I'm at, but I don't see the desperation, you know? Yeah. yeah. It could be because they know us in our neighborhoods and things like that, the stores, and but I don't sense the desperation where they feel like they have to, because the dollars change, they have to like raise the price yeah, yeah. just for you, you know? Yeah. In other places, you can you can feel that, yeah. you know. If uh, sometimes in Egypt, even like if they can get an extra uh, half a pound, like yeah. or half an Egyptian yeah. pound, they'll get it, they'll take it, you know. Yeah. But I didn't sense that here. As the, as things went up, it seemed like it 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 went over smoothly, like it balanced itself out, you know. Yeah. See, you know, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people. Some people are doing or uh, advising people on hydra. And sometimes I feel like the advice that people are giving is not exactly accurate enough. Yeah. You know, mashallah, you've got your own channel, Make Hijra, mm -hmm. and you're giving sound advice. You know, you're asking people who have actually done that move. Right. You know, not just people who are who've gone on holiday for a week, but like you know, giving sound advice for Hijra. And you know, one thing I'm seeing is is people. You know, just getting up, making hedge with their families before checking things out. Right. Beforehand, mm. you know, and this is, I've seen a lot of families uh, making this mistake. Right. And it's costing them a lot of money. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you is, um, 
do you think Turkey is still a good option to be looked at for Hijra? Because I know uh, things have changed regarding uh, uh, visas. Right. And I know you've got a bit of uh, knowledge about that, about right. some experience about what's going on. Right. And, and what are the get arounds, if there's any? Right. Um, it's changed. Um, and some say it's a political change. Um, but um, before you can get a tourist visa pretty easy and then just keep renewing it and you can get a, a year some people get two years like that and they just keep going like that on tourism but um, when we went to get our residency um, permits they were telling us at that time look this is not gonna this is not gonna last because technically how long can you do tourism you know you know you can only look around so much you know to now you have to update that to something else you know so um, so now they're saying and I hear different different stories you know I personally went down and they told me that the tourist visa is no longer available and it won't be available for a renewal mm -hmm. so you have to you have to choose from three options which mm -hmm. the first one is uh, to buy a property for $75,000 or more yeah. uh, to get a work permit uh, or to um, attend university or schooling, some yeah. type of school, right? So, and then we talked to another guy and he was talking about business as well, establishing business and then going through the whole process of doing that and, and using that as a reason. Because basically it's the immigration <clears throat> wants to know why you're here. Yeah. So if you don't have a legitimate reason to be here, then you should leave. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You know, the, another thing they've done as well with the, I don't, I, I've been told by you today that mm. the tourism visa stopped. I'm right. not sure exactly what the deal is with that right, right. now. But uh, one thing I did find is that if it's still open, as, you know, as it was a couple of weeks ago, um, that they'd even change that where you have to have proof of your bank details. You have to show yeah. them proof of income right. or, or proof that you have enough money to stay in the country. Right. You know, because if you're staying in a country for one to two years as a tourist, right. they're thinking, well, how are you sustaining that? Right. You know, how are you making money? They think maybe you're coming and doing business right. without declaring it, etc. So, right. you know, that was another issue. Another thing, um, there was, there's also, I've heard, where you're expected to go on a cultural course. Have you heard about that? No. So it's like um, you attend a course where they tell you about Turkish culture. Um, it's only about three hours long. Right. Um, they tell you about, uh, you know, is, uh, Turkish culture and just kind of make you a bit more informed about the culture. Right. So that's also another thing I've heard. Right. The bottom line we're making, we, we get into here, for those who are listening, is you need to do your homework. Yes. You know, because even uh, as of today, the, the, the rules might change. Right. You know, so, you know, before you do hijra, you really have to do your homework and right. plan before just turning up, you know, right. families. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You yeah. can do that, bro. I mean, yeah. especially if you have a family. Maybe if you're a single person, you can take advantage of it. Because when you enter Turkey, if you're from the U.S., other countries, Western countries mainly, that you can come in on for three months, stay 90 days, right? So for a single person, um, they can take advantage of that. And then after the 90 days, they can leave, go somewhere else, 
they have, you know, if you have the resources to do that, yeah. and then come back or whatever. But, um, but as for a person with a family, you can't just plop down in a place with your family and not know what what you where you're going or what you're going to yeah. do. You know, even if you think you have it planned out a little bit, you need to like do the the research yourself as the head of household, whoever you are. So, so what are the comments would you have about Turkey, your time in Turkey, and uh, anything really, any anything you think might be a benefit to someone looking at coming to Turkey? Right, I would I would say that for someone with uh, little or no experience living in Muslim countries, um, Turkey Turkey is a good place. It's a good place to start even. Um, if you want to um, practice your religion, and I haven't had any obstacles in doing that. Nobody's told me why you're doing this or why you stay in the masjid or why you do that. Um, I find that the Turks, these are the good points now. Start with the good points, right? Um, I find that the Turks love children. That's something that I noticed. Like, um, you know, they they really go out their way to to smile at the kids or give them candies or even when we go to the store, they're always giving like some candy to the kids and stuff like that. So they love <clears throat> they love children, and um, so it's a really family friendly environment, right? Your children can go out and play, and nobody's you, nobody's going to bother them. You know, um, you find that. Uh, Especially where, where we, I can speak of Cunha in particular, like the, there's a lot of older people there, you know, the, um, the people take care of their grandfathers and you find even the great grandfathers and everybody there. So it's really family oriented. So wherever you teach your children in the home, they can see it outside. You know, the van is there, you know, the masjid is every little area has like a masjid for the area. So you can just come out and walk right to the masjid if you want to do that. Um, those are the those are the pros, but the educational piece has to be done at home, like um, because everything's in Turkish. So you can basically teach your children at home, and then let the environment kind of reflect what you what you're teaching your children. Yeah. So that's great; it supports it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say that you should just let your children loose with uh, their teenagers; just let them loose with other teenagers. I wouldn't say that mm-hmm. because um, there, there are things that happen in society that are kind of under, yeah, underbelly yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. So um, make sure that you you keep your your family with good people, surround them with good people. You got to build your environment. That's just the reality. And then the the community is like the support for that. Yeah. Um, as far as bad things or things that you know um, I'm not so happy with, like Ramadan didn't feel. Ramadani, you know. Yeah, yeah. It it was Ramadan, but it was like you have to kind of get used to how they do things in Ramadan. So, um, like the recitations, uh, people like you can go to a masjid and they're just repeating "Allahu yeah. Ahad" or something. Yeah, you know. So it's kind of different because even in other places, if they want to shorten it, they just shorten it. They shorten it. Um, to like a page, yeah, or something like that, and then or less, rakat, or less, yeah. or half a page, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they don't just repeat, you know, like that. Yeah, I, I found that quite difficult, uh, to be honest. Um, I was here for the first week of Ramadan, mm. and I came for a few days at the end, uh, or in the middle, and um, 
I found it quite challenging. Mm. Um, you know, you had the mosque doing 20 rakah, but they're only doing one ayah mm. per rakah. And it was just, it just wasn't the, the kind of, it wasn't in the spirit of, right. uh, you know, Qiyam. Yeah. So, and, and also in, in, uh, in Ramadan, I went to Morocco mm. uh, and the, I, I felt the Moroccan, that was good. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I went to uh, Kuwait mm -hmm. and then I went to Saudi. So I kind of got a nice yeah, feel right. of, of uh, you know, this Ramadan. Right. Um, but yeah, these things are important because we, you know, a lot of the time people are moving, where, you know, because Hijra is, is, is like the basis of it is Islam. So right. they're moving because of their religion. They're searching for these religious aspects. Right. And sometimes they get disappointed, right. you know, with these type of things. So again, you have to do your research right. and, uh, and check these things out. Yeah. Like overall, um, I like Turkey overall, even with the things that, you know, um, I think can be improved. I think you can, in Ramadan, you can kind of search that out. You can find a place that fits you. Some, some people don't mind, like I want Aya. Like they, at least they felt like they did, thought of and they did something, you know. And then also you can, you can pray that, pray at home as well, you know, mm. and just make it something special at home, you know. Mm. So there's ways around it. It's just that uh, I wasn't used to how, you know, how they do it. And then the culture behind it as well. Because like on Eid, we like to go to the park and water balloons, whatever, you know, have a good, good time. Whereas uh, the Turks spent their time with family. Yeah. Go visit the grandmother, go visit the grandfather, which is their way, which mm. is fine, you know. So you wouldn't find the parks as full as you think they would be during, mm. you know, that time. Yeah. But again, that's that's that type of stuff. You know, the overwhelming feeling about Turkey is that it's a beautiful country. Mm. Uh, you have people that are, you know, came from hardships in following religion. And some of them are trying to go back to it. You also have elements that are totally secular or totally whatever. Yeah. But again, uh, I would say that don't come, don't come to, unless you go into a place that's um, where you're looking for like a spiritual boost. You know, for me personally, I was looking for environment. Yeah. I was looking for you know, where this, to raise my kids. This is important. Like, what's mm -hmm. the intention of, of moving? Like, right. I'll be honest with you. My iman is highest. Why do you think the, my iman is highest? Where? At yeah. what place? Mecca. Uh, yeah, I was no. assuming that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. My Iman is highest is in, in England. Oh, yeah, Iman is highest in England. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the community is great. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If you're in that bubble. Right. Right. For me, not for my right. children. Right. But for me, good brothers, good masjid, right. brotherhood. We've got it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, We're not looking for the clubs and the nightclubs and the haram. Right. You're in the bubble. Right, right, right. Am I confident my children are going to be in that bubble? No. Right. <laughs> you know, because they, they go to school, they, 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 right. they're friends, etc. So it's more about creating the best environment for your whole family right. as a whole. That's you know, right. sometimes you have to sacrifice your own kind of brotherhood and, and, right. and, 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 and bubble right. uh, for, the, for the sake of the family at the end of the day. Right, right. You know, uh, I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I do believe Turkey is, is a great place for raising children. Mm. You know, I've said it many times, a lot of the challenges we have in the West, they simply just don't exist here. Mm. 
There are other challenges. There are challenges like anywhere in the world. Um, but I think you've definitely got um, a good, a, a better, easier uh, experience of raising children here than in the West. Right. Um, that's one thing that. I would say. I definitely agree um, But that. I'm the same as you. It's like spiritually, it's not the, the most spiritual place for me, right. I've, you know, uh, in that sense. But, but I just appreciate having access to the mosque, this beautiful mosque where we're here now. Right. Mas Masjid Sulaymaniya. Right, right. Uh, lots of history here. Right. We're here filming. Right. You know, no one's bothering us. Right. The guards have seen us. They're just nodding us in. Right. And, and it's safe and, and it's right. beautiful. You're right. You know? um, and I, I do think if we, inshallah, do learn the language over time, it'll be a totally different experience. Right. You know, I sat down with some Turks in Bursa a few days ago having tea. And it was great because right. they spoke English. Right. Yeah, I could yeah. communicate with them. Right. So really it's up to me to try to make an effort, you know, with the language and try to, you know, try to make that effort right. with, with speaking to the locals. And places like Istanbul, Beşik Şehir, right. you can get away with Arabic and English. Yeah. And I think uh, them places would be a lot easier to 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 mix right. with the people if that's what you're looking for. Right, right. I think um, that's a soft landing if you yeah. went uh, to back section here for sure. You yeah. know, but because of the amount of foreigners there, the prices are going up. You yeah, know, the yeah, prices okay. rise. Yeah. You know, and people try to take advantage of that foreign currency that's coming in or what they think yeah. uh, the foreigners have. So, so for. for so what are your top places to check out in Turkey? Mm -hmm. If someone, somebody's going to come for a week, right? What, what would you recommend? Uh, I would suggest, I would suggest a road trip, man. You know, um, include, I would say what you should include because there are other places that I haven't been, you know, yeah. but definitely include uh, Istanbul, section here for sure. Yeah. Uh, Bursa, mm. um, Konya even. You know, people are turned off by, uh, by Cunha because of the um, the spinning, the dervishes thing. Yeah. But in reality, it's like I, I haven't seen that. You know, yeah. it's there for sure. If you look yeah. for it, you'll find it. But it's not like people spinning in the street. You know, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's they have the little. That's the cultural thing there. Yeah. But um, like you, you can go out way away from that and just you know live and yeah. do your thing. You know, so uh, Cunha for sure. Um, Antalya, I would check out Antalya as well because there's another one, Alanya or something like that. I can't think of it right now. Alanya. But uh, yeah, I would I would check those areas out for sure, and then I would stay away from certain places. There's people in Ankara, by the way, so large Somalian community there in Ankara that could be a place you know to check out. Izmir, not so much, you know, but um, yeah, definitely those places mm. I would check out, and then and then I would look around and ask to yeah. find out what other places to visit. Yeah. And of course, it depends how long you've got. Um, right. In Istanbul, I, I would also check out Uskudar. Okay. Um, it's a part of Istanbul. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it, it felt a bit more conservative than right. other parts of Istanbul. Right. Um, definitely something to check out. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I live in Bursa. I like Bursa. Bursa's nice, it's, right? it's pretty close to Istanbul. You can get the boat, you can get yeah. the the uh, the coach. Yeah. Um, there's also the east side as well of, yeah. of, of Turkey. Right. Um, 
Gaziantep. I've not yeah, been down yeah. there myself, but these might be places to check yeah. out as well. Yeah. You know, especially I've heard that there's more Arabic spoken there because yeah. it's borders Syria and stuff. So yeah, inshallah, I hope so, people get some benefit. So, and uh, is there any final, final? No, that's it, man. Thinking? Um, I hope I'm, I'm hoping that these the series that you're doing is will yeah. benefit people. Sure. Um, there there has been a growing interest in Israel, like yeah. a, you know, over the years, yeah. and um, and let, not that much information has yeah. been made available. So now, inshallah, and then I don't I don't think people know how much you've traveled, man. Mm. <laughs> like you well traveled, mashallah, you know. Mm. So you've seen a lot no, of things. Like it, man. it was you who encouraged me to start the series. Uh, so. Yeah, man. You need to uh, bro, let it be known it. because people have no no clue, really. They yeah, think yeah. when you think of Africa for us, we think of poverty. That's it. That's the mm. first thing. If you if you say bring some words when I say Africa, you say poverty. <laughs> and this type of disease and that type of thing, <laughs> negativity. Yeah. But you've been in Africa, man. You've been yeah. a lot, a lot of countries Africa, in Africa, yeah. and you can bear witness that there's yeah. beautiful places beautiful, in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even you said you prefer. Yeah, if you can stay in Africa, yeah. you will stay in Africa. Just you know? because I can't afford Africa. <laughs> right, <laughs> Africa is not cheap. Right, right. Oh yeah, uh, another one last thing. How are the children? How are the children finding it? They enjoying it? Yeah, they love it, man. They love it. It's just because we we kind of like our family is quiet, yeah. so. One thing you should know about Egypt is like, you know, you can have a party just just start, you know, yeah. in the middle of the night, people just start, duh, 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 you know. With the, uh... <laughs> yeah. So like this, this is really great for us because Inshallah. everybody respects, you know, the neighbors. You know, I'm you know, the they same. Make I like a lot of noise. Like... And, yeah, man. Yeah. Like even a neighbor will come up and say, like, can you kind of, because the kids are running or something, they'll come up and say, can you, you know. So they. The neighbors respect one another, <clears throat> respect their, you know, their privacy in there, you know, and they don't want you to make a lot of noise outside even. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we like that. This is, this is, this is uh, Islamic principles as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you take into consideration your neighbors. And, right. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So they do, they do that. And yeah. I, by the way, I want to mention this point too. Like many, I find in many countries, per, certain aspects of the deen that are just embedded you know, like for example, in Zanzibar, they, they, it's common to have a sink in the dining room. Mm. Why? So you wash your hands. You wash your hands before you eat, wash your hands after you eat. It's just, that's just part of it, you know. And they took that, that sunnah and put it there. So everybody, if you build a house, you're going to do it that way. Um, the, in in, in uh, Turkey, let's say Konya in particular, when we're looking for a place, we're looking for a place to open up a gym. And um, you can't open up anything that makes noise without getting the permission from the whole, all the neighbors in the building, mm -hmm. you know, which is like honoring your neighbors, you know, making sure you're not irritating your neighbors yeah. and things like that. But it's just built in, you know, it's built in the culture. So you'll find a lot of things like that in the Muslim world. It's just yeah. they don't even know where it came from or yeah. can't tell you why they do it. But it comes from the religion, you know, yeah. just over time through culture, it just became part of what they do, you know. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, Jazakallah. And maybe I'll catch up with you in uh, six months' time. Inshallah. So yeah, see where you are, see what you're doing, Inshallah. see how things are going. Inshallah. And hopefully, um, you know, the, these issues of visa and stay will become easier. And uh, ask Allah to make it easier for those who intend to do hijra and and seek better places to live Amen. for the sake of Allah. Jazakallah. Wa'alaikum.
أحببت ولكن الله يهدي من يشاء